Welcome to Girls Guts Glory, the broadcast. Did someone say broads? Previously on the broadcast, Earth of Eno, Earth you. of Out, and that Earth of Earth, one of you. What he said. What do you know about the witch? I think the three of us need to be together. You guys begin this journey in the hopes of finding this long lost sister. made for you as you're skipping through the forest and um, you're holding on to this um you know this stick this device that's telling you to move in a certain direction where you're trying to find this creature to execute it and kill it essentially at the request of your third sister um hetty is just enjoying your company um travel lying along with you uh he brought some of his mead in that infamous sleepy mead sorry i love the mead Yes, it's me. Um, but he gives you some of it if you're trying to doze off at night. You spend the next few days traversing the forest. It's not easy. There are times when you feel like you have a lead, you fall asleep, the marker kind of flaps around in your hand, Drizilda, and the direction changes and shifts. It's clear that these things are moving. They're entities, they're beings, and they don't like to stay in one place very long. They might be foraging, they might be making other deals. You don't know what these creatures are like, but you're trying to find one of them as best as you can. So over the next three or four days, you also catch that that state that you had originally used on Celine, it's kind of pulsing. It has like a little bit of energy. It's coming back very slowly, day by day by day. You have a feeling that maybe it will have enough, just enough energy to use one time more. So, as it's kind of charging Convenient. up, and as you guys spend the days, let's just get a couple glimpses into the days as you're foraging through the forest and trying to find this creature. Uh, one is with Hetty fully posed and requesting Letty to draw him, like uh, <laughs> like Kate Winslet. Darling, I, I, you need to just... Uh, more would, open? More yeah, open? Would, would, oh, don't go that open, no, no, darling. No. I see the whole world. No, but no, wait, put, put your arm, like, drape it across your forehead, like so. She drapes it. Mm -hmm. Like oh, so. I love and it. And then sparkle mm -hmm. your eyes. I need you to, what's they call smizing. Okay. I need you to smile with the eyes. It smiles. Yes, blink, blink, what if got yes, it? Yes, like, love like, it. Like he opens his eyes wide and then like peels it, like, like beauty is pain kind of thing and like puts like sparkles in his eyes. So it like, it like hurts and he's burning and he's crying. He's like, is this what you like? I think it's, I'm going to look great, right? That's commitment, darling. Thank you, thank you. So you guys, a uh, little glimpse into that. Any other little scenes? Drizilda, you have twigs in your hair. <gasps> There's nothing wrong with twigs in your hair. It's okay, it's okay. I will get them out. <gasps> And I start picking the twigs out of her hair. With well, a spiders on it. Spiders? Spiders. There's all this chewing energy gum that she found because she ate onions in the wild. <laughs> Doesn't like the taste. Oh, is that why your spiders. eyes are so teary? Yes. <laughs> Darling. Um, Poor uh, thing. I just don't want spiders. Also, Drizelda has been experimenting one afternoon with microdosing. That little potion <laughs> that she had. Oh my god! Just to see if it'll like open up some third eye, okay. something to like give her a little extra knowledge. I'm gonna say you, you're trying so hard not to use it. Uh -huh. It has different flavor textures. You can tell this thing is is chaotic. If you're trying really hard to glean that one place, you're gonna have to probably spend quite some time on and use one of those whole potions, maybe even two of them, oh. on just your scientific study. Um, oh. So it's your choice. 
if you wish to spend the next four or five days trying to kind of distill its essence so you can go back to that place that you went to. <laughs> well, <laughs> I want to know, while I was under that thing, was it just fun and novel or was there any sort of meaning behind it? Like, like sure. I could find something, like it could be useful instead of just like fun rainbow magic tricks. It, it's hard to tell. Um, it felt like a dream that was, tricks. and you were awake. It okay. was, it was otherworldly, really. It was almost as if you went someplace that isn't real, but was. It was, um, but everyone's saying, you know, you blinked out of existence for 10 seconds. So it's like, it's, you're computing it. It was essentially like a semi, like out of body experience. Okay, <laughs> okay yeah. so on one of the nights, I'm, Drazilda's talking with her sister, Celine, being like, mm -hmm. okay, so I'm thinking, could you twin this potion somehow and we can both take it and maybe we could travel to wherever it is together and maybe we could, I don't know, find, learn something. I just feel like this potion's being wasted. We also don't know if that is the same potion that you took last time. We don't know. We have no idea what, what it is. what if it's even better? But what if These it's are the worse? These that plague me. What if it's worse? Ah. Oh. <laughs> so that discussion yeah. happens every yeah. night. It, and you guys are having like deep philosophical questions about like, <laughs> like space and time and energy yes. and like planes. It's like a wild conversation. Um, you could essentially write a book about it one day. And for the record, that. we have not yet taken it, but debated it mm -hmm. back and forth, like I said, every night. Yes, you're having these very like deep discussions about cosmology and like the world tree and like all this stuff. Um, so as you guys are talking about all of it, I want to get a, a quick glimpse into maybe a wrecked uh, just hanging out in the corner. Um, I'm gonna say he uh, pulls uh, Starla aside and has oh. a, like a quick chat with you. Like as he, you get, he's whittling. He's trying mm -hmm. to whittle as, as good as you do. I'm just not like good with this stuff, you know. I mean, you'll get better. You just gotta keep keep trying, you know. I'm going with my hands in some ways, but like mm -hmm. tattoos mostly. It's, I'm not I'm not used to whittling. Yeah, I mean, it's different because this is like real, like there's more dimensions to it. Do you it. think anybody loves me here? Oh, oh, Wreck. I'm sorry, I just oh. I said it oh. bluntly, state it. You guys like kind of add me out of nowhere and like ask me to join you. Like, you know, like, no, I haven't really asked anybody formally to the dance or anything, but like, I just don't want to be rejected. So, um, just try, try, try to figure it out. Isn't he what? going with Drazilda and Celine? We mm -hmm. we established that we would be his dates. Yeah, you guys asked him out on a date in yeah. like the last couple of episodes. Well, he's I mean, just, I think he's struggling. Right? Oh, you're right, but I think he's struggling with like the idea of being two people's dates. Like we'll say he's kind of dancing with the uh, insecurity. <laughs> I mean, is there anyone that you love here? Um, I, Buck's great. Buck's really nice, and he's really cuddly. <laughs> yeah, but I mean... Yeah, I love him. He's great. I mean, I love Buck, too, but that's a different yeah. type of love. What well, kind of love um, are you looking for, you know, Here's the thing. I thought maybe there were sparks. When... But I think it was more clammy hands, and um, <laughs> it didn't go the way I was expecting, so I... Um, I'm feeling a little insecure. You know, like, I feel like a the two sisters kind of like asked me to be both of their dates out of pity or something like you know how am I supposed to split myself too I can't love two sisters and what you know it's like it's just it feels friendly it feels friendly I'm gonna be blunt I mean well we all love you in a very friendly manner okay um, that's that's I something that I like um, friends yeah 
We're your friends. Um, I mean, Selene won't stop talking about Kovalt, and then Drizilda won't shut up about that incubus. And Selene like, looks over, <laughs> and Drizilda's just like, can I just get a glimpse of you talking about the incubus? I mean, I'm just saying, it kind of reminded me of the red genie in that one <laughs> hallucinatory film I believe that mum played for us. The one who was evil in the sand dunes. There was a She's magic clearly lamp. Tripping. She's tripping. This is all from her clearly experience. Clearly describing the- Jafar. <laughs> <laughs> She's talking about this like trippy sequence and like film and you, Celine, you, you think she's just going on a drug I, rant. I think you have some things you need to work on as far as- I swear as, I haven't been microdosing. You have terrible taste in <laughs> this is darling, you're telling me I have terrible taste. Oh, Letty, she just batted her head. He was not a vampire when we were together. He was the sweetest, nerdiest little man. I thought he was a jock. He, not until he became a vampire. He was all about reading and poetry and and sweet little... Should I be about reading and poetry? What should I be doing? I Celine, mean... Uh, Celine likes that. Be yourself, you know? You just gotta... You I've gotta tried. <laughs> Have you? You tried a little too hard, I feel like. Oh, shit. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> you care so much about not caring about things that sometimes yeah. it's like... It's like, okay, wreck it. We know you have feelings. We've seen them. So I like... <laughs> We've I, seen those feelings. I you can't to, hide them I need all to the care. time. You need to care a little bit, you know. Okay. And you gotta be like yeah. open and honest. And if you know. And don't try too hard. See, I, I, I yeah. like called my, like I talked to my parents. I was gonna get this whole like crystal chariot for you guys for the ball. But you know, if I should call that off, that's too much. I mean, that sounds awesome. Oh, okay. I think we would you, like that. Oh, oh, but okay. I mean, oh, but do it because you think it would be fun and not because you want to impress. So. Got it. Got it. Got you get it. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And he writes down, do not impress on his hand. Like, very, <laughs> like, I mean, a clammy I'm, hand. A clammy I'm gonna, hand. <laughs> I'm going to take a pen and I'm going to put a little um, note that, like, the little, like, arrow up and that says uh, in between, do not and impress. Yeah. I'm going to put, try too hard to impress. And there's a moment and he and he kind of leans for you and he, he looks over and Farouk and Huck have been talking together in a corner nearby the fire quite a couple nights now and he looks to you and he goes yeah it seems like maybe I need to take a note about how to you know talk to somebody the two of them are kind of heading off so it's then? Yeah, yeah Farouk and uh, Huck it, getting real cozy I mean like oh you see like that? Hit, like hitting it off like like, yeah, did you see that? Huck just touched Fruit's knee and Fruit's feathers just went up on the back of his neck. What? You didn't oh. see that? From a distance, no. it's really clear that I guess, they're perfectly uh, illuminated by the by the. Cool, the good fire. conversation, bye. Starla's just going to turn around and get us in a corner and just like whittles to herself. Um, Starla's going to get in her bedroll and like put it over her head and like whittle like oh, a little goblin. No. Just frantically. <laughs> Buck kind of comforts you and cuddles with you uh, as you do that. Um, Farouk and Huck, let's get that scene. Let's get that little glimpse into the two of you. Okay, so I'm like trying to read this book about hags that I stole from the library, and there's certain, like some information, but God, reading is awful hard when you didn't learn until you were 15. I have to say, though, it was pretty heroic the way you swept in the other night with, with the book and just the way that you pieced all of the the pieces of this crazy puzzle together and took that initiative to go on your own and do some investigating. I mean, it was very... Oh. I was very... 
impressed and uh i i didn't oh shucks i didn't do nothing <laughs> i was just helping my friends and uh it just goes to show that you know formal schooling doesn't always mean that you're dumb like yeah, having that's right you know i'm not stupid you're not that's when that knee thing happened yeah thank you i really appreciate hearing that because a lot of people hear my accent and hear where i'm from and that i didn't go to school and they you know they well i'm not going it. to lie to you the first time i heard i heard your voice i did think that maybe there were a few cogs missing but yeah i was pleasantly surprised thanks i try real hard and you know i i, I learn a lot on the farm it's just very specific to the farm if I'd, you know, grown up fancy like everybody else here, then... You see Letty slowly, like, kind of slip into your conversation, <laughs> like, arm outstretched. Hetty kind of mimics her on the other and side. And Letty takes what? out one of her musical instruments, because, you know, bard and all, and starts playing a little tune while singing, and Hetty joins her. Yes. And this is what it sounds like. Don't you want to love each other? Don't you want to love? What's going on? Don't you want to hug and kiss? Look at signs from above. What's happening? What's happening? Love, love, and the, the love, trees, the leaves, and the trees start to rustle. There's a wind love, that blows love, through. Love, Is there going to be a typhoon or something? Love. Just do it. Kiss her. <laughs> Who's having him? <laughs> what? And then Farut just plants a kiss <gasps> right on. Huck's perfect little face. Well, and, and then Letty as Hansel Wachen just high fives uh, <laughs> Eddie. <laughs> yes, honey! Yes! <laughs> oh my god. Drizelda's looking over at Starla. Okay. Starla? Starla doesn't see any of this because okay. she's in her bedroll. Okay. Whittling. Drizelda's <laughs> relieved. Starla's in her bedroll. So, with that, with this like final night, a few nights in, after that kiss, Drizelda, you take a moment, you look at Starla trying to see her reaction, but then that, that, marker in your hand starts to kind of go crazy and you have a feeling that the presence is actually pretty close now it's up and it's pointing very direct oh dear look it is it is um it is night it is around 11 p.m at night so it's dark but you can feel it jutting like do we have a campfire guys do you have a campfire? okay so so we probably illuminated what's going on over there look, it's got a mind of its own i oh. think it's time i think she's here is it flying let's get ready or is it I'm just pulling out crazy. my bow and arrow all right, so I'm you going guys, to cast mage armor on myself. You cast mage armor. Do you guys put out the fire, or do you want to? Oh yeah, snuff it out. Okay. Well, wait, do we want light though? But I can't see. In yeah, the dark. neither can What's I. the condition of the moon? I can uh, see. Well, quick survival check. Okay. <laughs> it's just a. It's just a eight. An eight. It's hard to tell right now. You're underneath a canopy of trees. Okay. You have a feeling you haven't been able to see the moon in some time. But Hetty, being knowing this area very well and understanding the forest. He understands that right now the moon is, it's about half moon, so if we need the moonlight, we can probably try to find a clearing. I'm going to g give palm light to my friends. Okay, so I also have dark dump fishing. light into each one of their hands, but you guys snuff out the fire, and I want a stealth check from everybody, please. Can I also cast my primeval awareness to let me know? Yes, you may. If, uh, if there are any aberrations, celestials, dragons, elementals, fey, fiends, or undead within a mile, it doesn't tell me how many or mm -hmm. their location. Yes, you definitely pick up right now. Uh -huh. Imminently, there's some other creatures that are within oh. this kind of space, but there's fey. There's fey. You feel fey. Feel fey energy. You had felt it... that same energy, that fey energy, from this person before. Remember, that same same exact fey energy. Okay, I got an eleven. An eleven. Okay, dirty twenty. Nice. 
Dirty 20. Nice. Whoa. 13. Not bad, okay. 19. 15. <laughs> and then Wreck It also needs to roll. I have a question Wreck for you. a little loud, but... Uh, when I was reading that book that I stole from the library on hags, did I get anything? Oh yeah, just roll a uh, quick, uh, we'll make it uh, just an, a straight intelligence check, please. Okay. Mm, probably not with okay. whatever this is, probably like a, uh, no. With a three? No, no. absolutely. But not. I will say, I will say this much: that you you essentially accidentally grab like a fairy tale book about hags, and and it tells you stories though. There's there's lore about how they work in threes sometimes, and how how they they entice people in and bring them in and promise them the world and make deals, but then kind of use these kids and creatures to their advantage. So it's all kind of lining up with the terms that you made, as well as maybe this person made that you've now discovered. Mm-hmm. I feel like we need to separate them if we're going to get her. I have an idea. You guys keep quiet enough as your ears kind of perk up. You can hear cackling. You can hear some sort of talking. You guys take a moment. You can't hear the conversation. It's happening. It's low. Uh, Letty, you cast Comprehend Languages yes, to understand. So you can understand. So you're like, shh, shh, shh. As you can hear a conversation, you hear this. <laughs> Sisters. I think it's nearly time. The prom is tomorrow. <laughs> As you can hear the three of them all talking. Um, those stupid children had no idea what they were in for, did they? No, but it's our time to take back what was once ours many, many, many years ago. We have things we need to bring. And you can hear them kind of all laughing once more. And they say, the eye, keep the eye, keep the eye nearby. Um, sisters, do not leave too quickly. Um, one of them says, hush. And you guys all hold your breath as, oh, <laughs> but twig, for a moment I think I smelled a satyr, <laughs> as the three of them begin to laugh. Um, what do you guys want to do? It seems like there's three of them nearby, kind of probably within earshot, maybe 60 feet away. Shit. I'm going to grab my slingshot. Okay. And I'm All going right. to take a pebble off the ground, and I'm going to shoot it into the air so that it flies far away from us into the forest. Okay. I would love for you to roll. let let this be, let's make this a sleight of hand check. Okay. <laughs> Trying to get it perfectly over that arc. 14. Okay. I would say it's it's not the perfect shot, but it's in the right direction. It's far enough that you won't cause problems. And as they kind of laugh and they cackle at this idea, they smell the cedar, they, they are quiet once more as they hear rustling um, from that very um, uh, weighty pebble that you had picked up and tossed far away. Um, they get quiet, and you, you can hear them go, shh, quiet. And you can hear them all kind of crinkling through the leaves nearby, one by one by one. I want you all to roll a perception check to see if you can see who's nearby. Oh. I hate all my dice right I got now. a natural one. <gasps> no! It is. Okay. It's true. 16. Do you 16? have the lucky feet? No. No. Okay. I took it. 18. 18? Okay. 13. 13? 15. 15. 12. 12. <clears throat> and a 1. Okay. Yep. So what happens to me? So <laughs> I'll say here. You know what? I'm gonna roll a d100 because you've been testing out that that the potion. Microdosing. Okay. Oh, Interesting roll. Interesting roll. Interesting roll. <laughs> you become invisible. Oh, sweet! For the next minute. What? Sweet. Yeah, you just become wow. invisible. So so what you guys see is you just see. You just see Drizzle to disappear again. Huck looks around panicked like yeah, he's yeah. the You do ruin one of those potions. It kind of dropped on the ground and you're like, oops. And then you just disappear oh, for a minute. Drizzle, are you okay? Are you there? 
I'm She's still gone. here. You can what? hear her. <gasps> what? You guys can't see me? No. You're okay. invisible. I better go ahead, get a good look on these people, and then I'll come back. Do you want me to go with you? Yeah, we're going to stealth through you, because we're, we're yes, real quiet. Yes, stealth with okay, me. We're going to stealth with Let's you. Let's go. Okay, so Quick. the three of us there are good. Go. So, so though you're not the eyes here, per se, um, you kind of are, because of your dark vision, you're able to whisper to these two little half-ones no, here. Oh, what? You have dark vision, so you're able to see. You do too. Yeah. And you guys you guys are kind of holding your breath, but you do see a clearing in the distance that Hedy's kind of pointing towards, like, going that direction. So... Drusilda takes both of your hands, invisible Drusilda, and leads you through the forest with her dark vision, but you guys That's become Starla the eyes. That's Starla and Huck. Starla and Huck, thank you. But you guys are the eyes. You take a moment, and you see these three gnarled, ancient-looking witches kind of dispersing about 30 feet or so from one another. You can hear them crackling through the forest. You see the one on the left dodge by a nearby tree, Drusilda. You see another one on the right dodge by another tree. You guys hold on to that light spell in your hands. You guys don't want to let, yeah. let yourselves My be seen. You hold on, but Drusilda's slowly and quietly relating to you as she's invisible what she sees. From what you can tell, Drusilda, I want you to roll another perception check and okay. to see if you can correctly figure out which one's which witch. Ooh. Which one's which? Which which is which? Which which is which? Which which is which? Ooh, that's a... That's a 19. <gasps> okay, that's... though you rolled a one on your perception and uh -huh. you accidentally shattered one of your potions earlier, uh -huh. it did <laughs> kind of benefit you yeah, in this sweet. moment. <laughs> um, as you take a moment and you can see the one on the far left, that's, that's one that you've interacted with before and you actually know because she has transformed into that same beautiful spirit of the forest, that gorgeous fake creature, that one with the long brown hair and the perfect skin. With the moonlight, am I able to see even just an outline of her? It's very hard to see from here. I can have you roll a perception check, but disadvantage right now. Yeah. Because I'm really keeping quiet, staying in the dark. I want to see if I can cast Hunter's Mark on her. Mm -hmm. 17. Yeah, you can see the outline perfectly. The moonlight just hits her face enough that you catch this as Drusilla points in that direction. You Hunter's cast mark. Hunter's Mark on her. All right, so you slowly dip back for a moment. They're kind of walking in the direction. They're about 60 feet away still. They're all circling around where Huck had shot that pebble. All right, so you guys Wait. were back in your little clearing nearby. Do we go back to our friends? Yeah. Okay, let's okay. go. You guys run back. You run back. A full minute has passed. You come back from invisibility. What so happened? I've, I believe we found it. We found it. The witch who we must kill to free our sister. I also want to mention... Did I get that right? A, you rolled a 19 or yeah, 17? 19. 19 or 17. You smelled something nearby. It was a, it was a weird scent. Um, you, you picked up on an idea... You picked up on this too, mm -hmm. Huck. Um, that smell, that, that kind of like border, that reminded you of almost crossing into her territory. A long time ago, you remember how things kind of twisted and turled and things were kind of like an illusion? You have a feeling that there's like a swampier smell, a scent of decay, something cooking, and you think that maybe their home base is nearby. Just let me know if I'm correct with this. Earlier when when Letty was listening to them, they said keep the eye nearby? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. okay. You don't know what that means, but... So, she's hiding in a tree. It's the really pretty one that we knew from earlier, with the long flowy hair. And... We made a deal with... We made the one we made a deal with. She's the one we must kill. She's in the tree over yonder, and I could take you back to it. I, I cast Hunter's <clears throat> Mark on her so I can find her. Perfect. Yeah, you're tracking her and like a hawk. She's also, still walking around in that direction. It appears... Huck, did you smell a very peculiar swamp? Yeah, it smells like rot. Ugh. It's directly to the right of where you guys are right now. It They're actually like about 120, 120 feet away. Those. Is those she switches. walking towards the house? 
No, they're walking the exact opposite right. direction. They had heard the pebble in far distant left-hand corner. Do we do so? Do we kill her, or do we go to the house and try and find her sister? I say we kill her first. Let's kill her. All right, let's go see if we can ambush her because we don't want the other two to be in it. Right, right. It, but but aren't the other two with her? Right they were now? going off in different directions. Yeah, they're they're all about sixty feet away. Oh, let's go get her while she's alone. Okay, they seem to split. They're on the, the on the edge of where they can all probably hear each other and shout to one another. But you know that they're break they broke up in threes. So how do you guys want to handle this? Do you guys want to try to stealth and get a surprise round on her? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Group stealth check. Group stealth check. God. Heck yeah. <laughs> All right. Against her her, her passive. Yeah. Oh, so cool. Wow. Hetty and Wreckit rolled good for them. <laughs> okay. Good because I didn't. So. All right. Uh, what did you guys roll? I rolled a twenty-five. Mm. I rolled a 17. What? It was a natural 10. 18. What? I don't know why I just Seven. said an accent. Okay. 19. Jeez. Oh, 13. That's, I guess, yes. Thanks yes. for carrying she, me, guys. She, yeah. She's passively, anyone who hit uh, 14 and below, she can pick up on. But because everyone else's were so much astronomically higher, um, the rest of you are able to help out Celine and Farouk from creating and disturbing too much noise. Just enough. Just slowly sneak up and get very close to that hag as you guys all get a surprise attack on her. Do so you guys want to roll initiative? Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's see if you can take her down before she shots because all you hear is her breath slowly go. <gasps> <clears throat> you. I wish one of us had silence as a spell. Oh, but I get to re-roll that. Silence would help okay. here. All right. Wouldn't it though? So 20 and above. Uh, Hang on, I'm figuring out what I'm mine so is. excited for you guys. Well done. Ooh. 25. Oh my god, record world that had 20. That's really good for him. Um, 25, 25 for Huck. 20 to 15, anybody? 15 to 10? 13. 14. 14. Uh, what's your dex modifiers? Uh, both Letty and... Mine's zero. Uh, dex, oh, then mine's gonna be higher because yeah, uh, it is a three. So Letty first, and then it'll be Drusilda, and then you said 13 for Letty? Mm-hmm. Does Lucky apply to initiate? Yeah, yeah, and, oh, okay. Well, then I actually got a 21. Oh, 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 okay. That does, okay. That changes. Things. No, that's fine. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. All the way up there. Yeah. Um, and then 13 and below. Who uh, got 13 Five. Five? Poor oh, oh, It's okay. It's good for the cleric to go last. <laughs> so, Huck, um, you're up first. What do you do on the surprise attack? She's just... Okay. <gasps> no. I'm a divine sorceress. That's all you hear. Just absolutely... It's true. Absolutely oh, no, upset player. that you got her. Uh, okay. Um, I'm gonna cast my... Yeah, I'm going to cast my Hunter's Sense on her Okay. as an action. So I know that if she has any immunities, resistances, vulnerabilities, uh, and what kind of creature they are, if they're not hidden. Well, they are hidden by divination magic, right? Okay. She's... Yeah. Um, you're looking for uh, kind of, uh, can you repeat that one very quickly? Damage, immunities, resistances, or vulnerabilities. None, none, none. Wow, cool. Just wasted that action then. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But now you know. <laughs> now I know. But now you know. Okay. Uh, so <clears throat> let me just double check that because I'm fairly certain that's the case. I was looking up uh, something different as we were talking there. Yep, no, 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 no. You, 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 you do know she can breathe air and water, but Ooh, that's about cool. it. Cool. Okay, okay. Well, I can't attack, so I'm just gonna move then. All right. Sounds good. You can move nearby. Uh, Rackets turn. Yeah, he takes a moment. He's like, I'm gonna 
I'm gonna kick your butt, lady. <laughs> uh, she whispers it underneath his breath. That is a roll to hit, I believe. Let me double check. Yes, it is. No, it's a wisdom save on her behalf. Woo, wow, she did not succeed that wisdom save. Surprisingly so. She takes a moment, as you can see, this like black energy come from Reckitt's finger. Boss, as he does eight points of necrotic damage. Woo, to her. Tolling that dead, baby. All right, that's his turn. And then he's going to cast a spiritual weapon nearby. Uh, rules to hit her. Ah, uh, does it succeed? Does not succeed. The spiritual weapon, he summons again, once more those, uh, the, like, uh, the needles that he uses to craft, um, all different sorts of, um, he also gave you Letty, so down the road you can tell me what tattoo he gave you if you wanted one. But he summons his tattoo needles and he uses it, trying to hit her, does not succeed. However, uh, it is now, technically would have been the Hag's turn, but it's Letty's turn. So, Letty, what do you want to do? Um, I want to cast Shatter. On the third level. Okay. Uh, is that a wisdom save? Con save. And nice. yes. And it's uh, 4d8. Oh, dodge. Con. She, <laughs> she rolled like a 12. So I think that you, that will succeed. Yes. All right. <clears throat> and then for a bonus, mm-hmm. can I um, give someone some bardic inspiration? Yeah. So that they can get uh, more power. Yes. Um, <laughs> did you roll Oh, I did not roll yes. my damage. 4D. Got a damage, Herbie. 4D. What did I say? 48? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just dropped it. Oh, I hate finding these things. You want eights? Yeah. Those little nice. diamond looking ones. Okay, okay. Four. I need one more. These ones? Yeah, the yeah. looking. I can't roll. Okay. Sick. 19. 19? Yes. Oh my Thank goodness. You. Oh, and also the good thing about Shatter, if she <laughs> has that eye on her, mother F. Yes. Uh, let me tell you what it does to that. A non magical. Oh, it's not. Oh, it's magical, isn't it? it A non magical object however, that isn't being worn. However, also takes that damage. shatter, mm. you, sh- you cast it quietly. It's, it can be very loud. It creates a loud ringing noise. But you cast it just in a way that you hit her core and you can hear her screaming on the inside. It's yes! Like a, Take a it! Scream coming from inside of her Take from that it! shattering energy. <laughs> All right. And then you, who do you uh, inspire? Oh, Particularly inspire? Going to inspire. Who's next? It seems Drusilda's. Drusilda. Drusilda. Inspiring. Darling. It's your turn. What would you like to do? Okay. Fruit, you're on deck. So give so, it. I played you a little ditty and it was really great and really great, but you know what? Just go for it. <laughs> um, so if I... So I can... Oh, I forgot because Starla... I swear with Starla on the left-hand side because Sorry. of the original order and then... Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, she's um, like 21. Oh, yeah. uh, let's just have Starla, yeah, Starla yeah, yeah. go first. Oh. I forgot. And, then, and then Drew Zilda Give can. her inspiration. I'm giving right. Starla. She gave Starla, Starla inspiration because she was. I nice. just? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I accidentally skipped Starla because we forgot the oh, order. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. sorry. I, okay. My role changed later. later. Um. Yeah. Do is do surprise attacks get advantage? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Then Steady I'm finish. going to. Da, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna run up and two weapon her with <gasps> my daggers. Okay. Um. So the first one is. Ooh. 26 to hit. Yeah. Wow. And you added the six, the one D6. She didn't need to. No. Lucky her, but she's Not holding on to that. Um, okay. I, I am. Oh, you don't have to use it immediately. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, okay. Oh, mm. Oh, mm. <laughs> okay, that's five. Okay. And that includes 
my three d6s. Okay. Um, for my sneak attack, but I'm gonna get her one more time. Second attack. And that's ooh. And what what do I roll with the a one d6? Oh, a one d6 right now because she's a pit. Okay. I believe. Yeah, that sounds right. Oh, 14 to hit. Not enough. Okay. So you go and try to stab a second time. She's able to just kind of push you off of her as you go to stab. Okay, then I'm going to use my bonus action to hide. Yeah, you jump off. You dip behind a nearby tree, and you try to catch your breath. Okay. That is uh, your turn. Now it's Drizilda's turn. Drizilda, what would you like to okay. do? Okay. Can you give me a lay of the land? So she's up a tree, right? No, no, no. She's just no, walking she's around on the, on the bottom it. floor. Oh, she's walking on the floor. Where yep. are the rest? Where is everyone? You guys are all like, directly behind her, creeping around a tree nearby and okay. going at her. So she's in her own line of... Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Then I'm just going to do some orbs. Some chromatic orbs. Some chromatic orbs. Roll the hit. Okay. So. And I add... Yes. Okay. Uh, so 18 to hit. That's enough. Okay. Roll for damage. What um, kind of then, what kind of uh, damage are you doing here? So I'm going to do um, the cold. Damage. All right. I'm going nice to do cold. Hulk having whispered that no, absolutely nothing resistant or immune. Yes. yes. Do it. Do it. Do it. Okay. So seven, thirteen, six. Is you guys are doing a great job. Thirteen plus what's thirteen plus six? Nineteen. Nineteen. Um, Twenty. Oh, more. Thirty. Third, wait, oh my what? God. No, 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 no. 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 Someone count these. Wait, and now I just rolled 12, over 14, one. 14, 20. 20. But the but this one what was, was I can't remember. It was a one. You had it over yeah, it was there. A one. It was a okay. one. Okay, okay. So 20. 20 points of damage. 20. Still crap ton. That orb, cold damage, shattering on the inside. You kind of dance with shatter. You and Letty are both just like slinging things right at her core, left and right. Um, and she's kind of trying to scream in pain and can't. Um, you guys are really locking up her body. She looks like she's getting more and more in rough shape. Still holding on, but in good rough shape. Um, all right. Then it is now... That was Drizilda's turn. It's Ruth's turn. I ready my sunbolt. Yeah. I say, die, bitch, die! <laughs> <laughs> and it's gonna be a... 18 to 18 hit. 18 hits. Yeah, roll for damage. And that will be five points. Nice. Yeah, you blast that sunbolt energy at her. Do you want to do anything else with your bonus action? Like use a key point or are you good? I have a feeling I might need to save. Okay, sounds good. It is now uh, little old Hetty's turn. And he's like, ha, ha, ha. And he just rams up into her with his head and like hooves at her and then pulls away for like five points of damage. But you know what, honestly? Hetty, you're cute. And you tried. Celine, your turn. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to toll the dead. Nice. Ooh. So she's already damaged, mm-hmm. just so you know. So you're gonna do higher damage. Yes. Like and does she need to make? Oh, you need to make a wisdom save. Totally good is a, a cantrip that you get. It's from twelve. Uh, she uh, does not great. succeed. It's, great. it's so good. She does not succeed. Yes. All right. So she will take fifteen points of damage. She has one. She's one head away from death. You have a feeling <gasps> she's like screaming in pain. You I'm going to pull around on her. I'm going to um, <laughs> cast my spiritual weapon. Once more. All right. Roll to hit. 18 to hit. That's enough. Roll for oh damage. Let's God. see if you get her. Five. She exactly had five pips. Oh, oh my God. God. You take a moment as this was the end of the initiative order too and she also rolled really high last round. So you take a moment. You have a feeling she's going to be able to make a move. She just had screamed no as your spiritual weapon comes down, slices into her body. As you hear a cry 
and you just hear sister and she just didn't even have a moment to call out to her sisters as you all had jumped attacked her and surprised attacked her you guys take a moment you hold your breath you can hear nearby creaking like of, of twigs and leaves as if nothing had happened nothing had occurred and the other two had not been disturbed let's find our sister probably there. get the pen Sorry, I wasn't very. You helpful. take a pen. You take a moment. You think. You 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 ruminate on um on maybe your sister that shape or that face that you had seen very quickly. You run out nearby, following the scent and the smell that is that burning in the air near the house. You go. You tiptoe. You get as quiet as possible. You walk over. There's this like slime muck house. It looks absolutely horrid. Um, you take a moment and you have a feeling, uh, sensory wise, that this is almost like a gingerbread house gone wrong. Um, in other situations, this is probably a very enticing place to invite kids and people in. But right now it smells like it's a, there's vats of bubbling energy and goo and there's just strung out animals long dead. It is don't a, breathe through my beak. It is a grotesque location, but you quietly go inside the house. Um, you take a moment and you feel like your marker is kind of pulsing nearby. This very strange orb that's kind of emitting this black and blue energy. Um, and you take a moment as you get closer, Giselle, to all of you kind of standing around this orb. There's three of them that you see glowing nearby. This one is the only one with this like black purple energy though. The other two have different energies within them. Um, they look clearer, they look more like refined, finite, uh, but you see this black and and, and 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 purple orb kind of pulsing, and you swear you hear like a like a like a ting, like a ting, ting, like something's trying to break out of it. Yes. Ting, should we break it open? Ting. I got my can we? I got my little knife. Could you stick the the pen in it? You want me to stab it? I'm gonna break it. Let's open. examine it first. Okay. Let's see if stabbing okay. would be a good I'm, idea. I'm ready. I'm ready to just what kind of check? I'm gonna say that you guys, there's but a moment left as you can hear nearby twigs creaking. You you just, just take do your, it. you just okay. take yeah, your, just do stab it. it. You stab it. You crack it open. As you do that, without even a moment to spare, um, you can hear like a like a scream and a cry, as if there's an acknowledgement that their sister is dead. Like they know, they know now. They understand. They uh -uh. feel you. They know you're there. And as you take a moment and you <clears throat> crack open this orb, Hetty's there, Rex is there. They're all standing around you. You see this black purple energy just A-line it straight into Starla's mouth. And eyes. No. Starla looks over at Drizelda and Celine and goes, Sisters. Okay. Get out of her! I found you. Get out of her! You found me. Get right out here. of her! You can she even say it? Get guys, out of her! You guys don't have a moment to spare. As Hetty, I'm gonna go stab another one. You stab another one? Yep. They, they don't break. Well, There's fine. nothing. There's no energy. They're they're impenetrable. <laughs> but this one, for some reason, was able to break and it has this energy. And you guys just take a moment. It's not fully dissipated. Whatever has cracked and broken in and is now within Starla. Takes a moment as you guys all begin to run out. You can hear them screaming in the distance. Hetty and Wreckage just trying to grab the two of you guys and get out and book it and book it and run and run and run. You guys are running as they're trying to catch up. You can hear them cackling and laughing in the distance. You still are solid feet ahead as they're following through. Hetty's going as fast as possible, telling you which directions to go and left and right, up and down to get out of this forest as quickly as possible. So, as you guys are running, quick conversations are happening. As you're running, you're running, you're running, you're running. Get your sister out of her. I don't know what is going on. Okay, it's a really long story, but... 
but I, I, don't, I don't know how to explain this. Um, You've been there, sister. Uh, this explain whole time. it, explain it. Okay, well, when when that orb went into me, it, 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 memories, so many memories came back. I, um, I don't know if you know this, but I, I don't have a lot of memories from my early childhood. And when I was nine, I was kidnapped from my family. And, and some weird things happened. I, they changed, my body changed, everything changed. Um. Wait, what's your name? My name? Your name is Starla Highhill now, but you have a recollection of an earlier name given to you. I, it's hard to remember. I think it might have been. It's Aries. I think Aries. it was Aries. It's, it's all coming, anyway. it's all. Wait, so you're actually our sister, you're, not uh, not some yeah. voice box of our sister put in Stala's body. Stala is you, no, you're our sister. Wait, Everything changed. You have a memory right now. You compromised your soul to a hag, having been used as a young child as a siphoning energy from a teacher at Candlekeep, which is why you were suddenly driven back in a neighboring town nearby where Huck and his family had been his whole life. You're, you're remembering that you made a sacrifice. You tried to create a wall and a barrier in order to protect your sisters and yourself, but you knew that destiny would hopefully bring you back together in order to eventually take down somebody who was literally trying to bring the three of you apart because he knew if they united the three of you together, there would be no stopping him. So all of this just flooding back, the sacrifices you went through, the, the, the voices you talked to in your head, the people that brought you to these hags that made this deal. There was something inside of me, I spent a lot of time in, in water deep, and then there was something inside of me that just told me I needed to come here. And it, it makes sense now. The three of us need to be together to take him down. Yo, this is f freaking crazy! <laughs> <laughs> I have goosebumps and like tears in my eyes. Yeah. Where is Starla though? Is she there with you? I mean, we are one and the same. I mean... It's the same person. Starla's a, her new person. name, but you know, it's that's just, your sister, right? Things were... When I... When that orb cracked, it was like... It was like a... A door was opened. You're our sister. <laughs> I just figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's why I was like, I didn't understand. No, no. It was like, it was like a veil was lifted. Jim actually like, has tears in her eyes. No real sister is my sister. And now Erica has tears in her eyes. They're so emotionally. It was like a veil was open and, and, my my old body is i mean it, it it's this it's it's just transformed it's just How did it did change? in some ways you did compromise your soul in order for this whole thing to go down the way that you would hope it would there are things that you're going to have to work with and you know find peace within yourself now that you, these two parts of you are marrying but you're running you're running and you're all just running and like heavily and breathlessly like begins to cry you're running through the forest does anybody know what day it is it what is time? day because you know the moment as you burst through the clearing you see candle keep in the distance and you can see the confetti and the balloons and the air there's air balloons already afloat sending off these beautiful fireworks we've got to go get our, our gowns oh jeez Got to go get our gowns on. Are you sure I can't just wear my motorcycle jacket? 
You don't have a well, motorcycle jacket. You're in a dress. We didn't get anything. Hattie takes a moment. Hattie catches his breath. Racket is just like, what's happening? And then Hattie's like, listen, I think that I can hold them back. I'm a little upset. I'm not going to be making entrance at this magic ball. I had a great tux made for myself. By the way, it was nothing. I was going to shove it on there. Anyway, so <laughs> I will hold them back. You can deal with them later. They're just, they're just hags, right? You took one down in one week. I will make sure that they're okay. I'll lead them to my little home. I'll feed them some wine. You all go do what you're supposed to do at this ball and live for me, live for me, have fun. Well, please. Be careful, Hetty. Will we see you later? I don't know. Not unless we die. But he takes a moment and he turns back around and he says, but one thing I know is, you'll be seen. And he just turns around. He's like, work it, work it, work it. And yes, queen. Oh, <laughs> Goodbye, honey, I love you. So Wrecked is taking a moment, you know, he is just like, he's like, oh, yeah, oh my gosh, yeah. No, 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 the ball's, the ball's today. The ball's today. Um, um, let's go. I need to go see Miriam. I still got that shit in me. Yeah, sure, sure. Like, uh, I think we need to go do whatever we need to do. We, we get our outfits. I, I got a chariot, a glass chariot for all of us. Wrecked. Wrecked. I'm not trying to impress you. I just wanted to show my thanks. Oh, your thanks? You've been nice. saving us left and right. Yeah, it's true. I think that's exactly the way that we should go to the ball, is in a glass freaking chair. And I know you guys aren't into, like, some of the more lofty stuff, but you're, you're right, we're all equals here on Earth, you know? And I just want to show to you guys that, like, it doesn't matter if we show up on a chariot or not, you're all, you're all family to me. Well, that's helpful, so, Ness. Thank thanks, Racket, we love you. You're welcome. Family. We're yeah. all friends. Good old... <laughs> Happy friends. And he just walks forward and begins to run in this sort of like melancholy friendship. Griselda Gis turns to Celine and says, You can be a soul date if you want. I don't know if I want to. Oh, okay. I, I don't um, have a date. <laughs> <laughs> Lady, why don't you be Racket's soul date? Do you think you would? I'll go ask him. So 14-year-old Letty kind of catches up. It's, he's making, he's bolting it to gems. He wants to make sure that you guys can get on all your outfits. So the event is about to happen. Huck, you run down to Miriam. Um, spend a few minutes with her. She had, she was ready. She was so happy the moment you walked in through the door. She wants to ask you all about everything that happened the past couple days in the forest. You don't have time. You say, just please get this out of me. And she had prepared that spell. She takes all of the energy she possibly can, casts a full dispel magic at her highest level, and you can finally feel this weight that you didn't even know was on you lift off. As you say goodbye, she waves goodbye and says, have so much fun at Magic Ball without me. Please, please take, um, please take renders. Get oh. somebody to sketch you all. All right, if, okay. we, if we make it out alive, I will. And you kind of turn around and you run. Um, she's like, I'll do what I can from down here. Pray she, for like, us. She weeks for you. Uh, Did our dresses arrive? What? We're going to yes, Gems Yes, you guys are now. going straight to Gems. Oh. <laughs> um, so as you guys all go to Gems, you walk in and mm -hmm. Gem turns around and is like, I'm so happy you're here, everybody. And there's two snaps as like everybody who has been working for her walks out in unison and grabs each one of you and begins to fit you. Letty, you weren't here for this ensemble. As Huck kind of bursts in and just like runs over and grabs the crystal uh, cowboy hat that was perfectly made for him, pops it <laughs> I have on. A bag I, love it. I have a bag of disguises though and there's some pretty dresses in there. There are, but in this place, there's these outfits are made of pure gemstone. So it's all based oh around, they're beautiful. Um, and Farouk, you know, you have a little bit of money left. You have a couple couple thousand gold, as you see Letty just looking around, but doesn't have an outfit Letty. quite yet. Yeah. Is there anything you'd like to wear? Can I have a dress made for me? And I don't know if we have the time to make you one, Can but- Can I have anything made for me? Gem takes a moment and looks and goes, 
We may not be able to do some alterations, but we have a couple of selections. I have a question for you. What's your favorite color? What kind of stone do you enjoy? Purple. Purple? Amethyst. Amethyst. And she takes a moment, she walks over to the amethyst session, she brings you forward. She goes, who are you going with, darling? Do I have to make sure I match your ensemble with them? Well, I just asked the boy, and I want you all to know that I did it as me and not anyone else, because I didn't need help. Proud of you. Uh, Rekka so, takes a moment, yeah, he kind of smiles, right. and he's like, he's like looking over there, and he looks to the, to, well, the three sisters now, <laughs> to Celine and, and to Griselda, and takes a moment and nods and says, two of you guys, Three of you. All of you look pretty good together. I say you can uh, rock solo. Hey, Letty. Yeah. If you're in. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> yeah, cool. And, like, it takes a moment. You get perfectly fit uh, with this beautiful amethyst kind of... It's a shorter dress, and it's pretty cute. It's She's very, like... legs. Yeah, it's, like, a I nice hear. tall legs. And you actually... I'm, I'm gonna... I want it to be, like, Princess Diaries because you, you kind of, you kind of <laughs> have this, like, braids. awkward pigtail braid look, and they take out your pigtail braids and take off your Her glasses. glasses. <laughs> and, turn and she looks... And she looks <gasps> in the mirror, and she goes, I finally feel okay being me. Are you sure about that? Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> and Rekka's kind of like, you know, I kind of like you too, just as yourself. <gasps> oh, <laughs> um, can I quickly talk to somebody about kissing boys? <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it. Uh, we'll okay, talk okay, about okay, 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> He just kind of goes home to himself. Um, as he you can hear, Jem, uh, Jem's kind of calling around as you guys are getting fit. Your hair is getting done. Your makeup's getting oh, done. Good. You guys get set down. Okay. It's a full, like, hour experience as massages are happening and, and champagne's nice. only given to Starla. <laughs> you guys are all getting, like, perfectly yeah, Starla's affixed. 26 now. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you guys all get perfectly affixed, um, uh, you can hear um, all of a sudden some, some hoofs of something kicking up some dirt, and Rekka peeks his head out and he goes, Chariot's here, everybody. Oh, boy. You ready to rock up to Magic Ball and do this? Yes. Wait, what's the plan? Oh. We're taking down the Headmaster. In gemstones. And we also need to... talk to... Or take down. I don't know. What would the I'm gonna Headmaster... let you make the decision. And... Cobalt? Yes. Well, we do... right now, we need to take down the Headmaster who is dressed as Cobalt. Oh, so what you're saying is essentially we gotta, like single out Cobalt and, like, do something about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, okay. Cobalt with quotations. Cobalt with quotations, yeah. yes. Okay. And well, whatever. Foval. <laughs> Foval. Well, do you guys have anything up your sleeve? What can we do? I mean, well, whatever happens, the sisters must stay together. We must. Mm-hmm. Because we're stronger together. Okay. Yeah, I, I still don't really know how it's gonna work since I don't really have magic, but I do have my daggers up my sleeves. <laughs> she, like... She shakes her arms and her daggers just like appear in her hands. I'm going to give her the last potion. Do I? Did I have one left? Yeah, you still have one left. Yeah. What, this what is, is magical. That? It's a new thing every time. It's a gamble, but it's yours. <laughs> it might come in handy. May you roll well. Do I have to drink <laughs> it or can I throw it? You can throw it or drink it. Either one. Okay, I'll just stick it. <laughs> stick it somewhere. Yes. Okay, so you guys begin to make your way um, into this gorgeous glass chariot. It is beautiful and opaque, actually, from the from the outside. But when you're on the inside, you can see through. It's almost like as if you're floating on air on like a magic carpet, which you guys conveniently actually do have somewhere. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, I have it. Yes, yes. Uh, you've been lugging it around pretty heavily, Tuck. Uh, Huck, I would actually say that for this particular event, you may not be able to lug around the the uh, the flying carpet just because it, it's going to ruin the ensemble. But 
Rocket says you can keep it in the chariot outside of the main gate, at least, so if you ever need it, it's right there. I wanna take it in. <laughs> I don't care what I look like. My ensemble is whatever I make it. Is your date just... Oh, wait. Is your date just the carpet, or is yeah. it... Is it somewhere? Okay, so I'll never ask on. for it. As, as the chariot's going up, you can see Rekid, like, slowly put his arm around Letty. He's like, how old are you again? <laughs> I'm old enough. Bit it's inappropriate. Like, I just need to know. Fourteen! I'm turning fourteen. I'm turning fifteen. You'll be, you be a gentleman. How here. old are you? Oh, I'm seventeen. It's fine. We're in high school. It's fine. I mean, whatever you call this school. Magical mystery it's cool. tour. You be a gentleman, Rekid. It's you, cool. Like, no, Rekid, look at me. What? In the ass. I gave her a tattoo. If you look me in the ass, Rekid. Don't tell him where it is. Be in the eyes, Rekid. <laughs> a gentleman. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna be a gentleman. That's all I really am. It's just, right. that's why I'm saying it's right. just a little, you know. But it's fine, it's fine. He takes a moment, he, he's like, I'll treat her well. You know, I'll, go, I'll, I'll make her, make sure she has fun tonight. Uh, and he his arm I trust him. Um, uh, uh, there's this awkward moment where he's like talking to Lenny in the corner, clearly going to take her to prom, uh, as both Huck and uh, and Fruit kind of make un- contact with each other as they're going on their way to prom. Um, Buck takes a moment and like kind of like looks between everybody, like he has a pick of the three sisters. <laughs> like he's like really deciding. Like he has a beautiful tux on, you know, and he's taking out, he's looking, and he's like he's like he's like glaring, like do like who wants me? <laughs> Styla's gonna look at at Buck and be like. Come here. Excuse me, why isn't he my date? And he's like, yes. And he's like, he just shrugs at you and then grabs her hand. I scoop him up and I give him belly scratches. <laughs> well, now I'm all, that's fine. No, it's fine. I can go alone. I don't care. I don't think you're alone. Huck. What? I was wondering if you don't have any other plans to go to the magic ball with anyone else, maybe you would be my date. Wait, me? Are you, you, you're talking to me, right? Well, is your name Huck? Yeah, I think yeah, yeah it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I would. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, that that would be fine. Yeah, that's cool. I guess. Yeah. That, yep. And like, you can't really tell, but underneath his feathers, Farood's blushing. <laughs> yeah, no, you can definitely tell with Huck. He's just bright. <laughs> and the neck up, just like trying to hide it under his cowboy hat. As red as the rubies on something. <laughs> yeah. Stylist yeah. having the ruby like, dress, right? Yeah. We both are. We yeah. both are in the cool. rubies. And the two, the two, Celine and Star, uh, not Starlet, but Celine, sorry. Celine and um, Drusilda, you guys look great together. Even though you don't have dates, you kind of oh, look like you're matching. We're each other's dates. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. So everyone's paired up appropriately so. One with Rick and one with Buck. All hanging out. going, Getting ready in this beautiful crystal, crystal glass sort of um, uh, carriage. Getting sent up to the main gate. All of these other chariots are around too. I mean, people are, are pulling the stops. But there's quite a few people like gasping at the view of all of you. Again, you're not seen unless you draw back the curtains for a moment. The beautiful velvet curtains. These dark beautiful just violet curtains pull back and everyone's like whoa they look amazing did they go to gems how what how but and so all of you guys one by one there are doormen who are overseeing the ball they walk forward they open the door to your chariot and one by one you guys walk out onto I kid you not a red carpet I'm going to take Drusilda's hand and also Starla's hand and say all right, sisters, stronger together. Stronger, stronger together. together. That was like a movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then Buck is like, yeah, Buck's, Buck's on, on the, the other. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just say 
fuck is literally like holding yeah. on to your ankle, like fully Aww. wrapped around, just like being lifted up as he's like, hey, hey, everybody. Um, there's like a couple of flashes around you guys, and you take a moment as you can see that there's render drawers who are very quick and sketchy and like doing oh these God. perfect like photographs of you guys, um, handing them off as like you know souvenirs at the end of the night. You guys can pick up. Um, you walk through this beautiful, like um, almost glistening, glowing streamer. This uh, this uh, this magic ball sort of. Uh, they look like balloons almost, but they're hovering with lights inside of them, um, kind of creating a twinkle and ever after it's like glow. Uh, it's it's very magical. It kind of looks like um, like a like a fall harvest in some ways with all the worn colors inviting you in for the start of the year in fall season. Um, as everything's twinkling around you and the lights are glowing, um, you guys walk through this beautiful carpet into the main sort of section. You guys have to walk around through the quad, which has not been struck down, obviously. A few days have passed into the main ballroom, uh, which is often not used, that dining hall. You know, why would it be cleared out otherwise? But it is a banquet hall now. A gorgeous, gorgeous floating chandelier just there. Um, mountains of this beautiful fondue uh, chocolate fondue and cheese fondue and and like uh, apricot fondue. Actually, it's just fondue. Because <laughs> don't fond don't fondue. Um, you, walk, you walk around. It's beautiful. Um, everything looks like waterfalls. It's like Willy Wonka's you know banquet hall on either side. Um, you also catch in the far back corner this glistening pool of um of a very beautiful sort of like uh, pulsing energy. It looks like um drinks all these different sort of fountains of drinks that kids are going nearby and drinking as well. It is crowded and the music is turned up oh. and kids are dancing. Y'all turn heads the moment you walk in. Um, there's a little photo booth, uh, render booth, excuse me, in the corner um, as someone's sketching everybody and getting everything down. Um, you can tell uh, that there's a ballot box in the far corner. Gavin Rex is standing there, you know, uh, with his glasses on, this dragonborn, just taking in last minute submissions for whoever wants to vote themselves into or vote finally into uh, this sort of event that is about to happen, the announcement for uh, Magic Ball Queen and King. Um, so what do you guys want to do? It's crazy right now. All it's right. Turn. First of all, let's vote for Drusilda and Wreckit. I haven't voted yet. Well, we got to vote for Drusilda and Wreckit. Yeah. Second of all, when Koval wins, which he likely will, sorry Wreckit, or maybe he won't, or when they call everyone up for the big and all the parties up, that's the moment that we take him down. Do we want to do it so out in, in the such open? a Actually, yeah out in the open? Yeah, don't don't vote for Wreckit. Sorry, Wreckit, I think what? you're correct. Well, no, we should vote for Koval so he wins and he gets up on stage and then we have him singled uh, out. No, but that means that we're going to be fighting in front of the, everybody here. We are going to be anyway. Well, well that no, includes the prom. We could get him on his own somewhere, somehow. You guys want to roll a quick perception check to see what you can see around you? Mm-hmm. All right. Ooh, not much. No, not Damn, one. Damn, guess who's doing pretty crowded. real good today? It's pretty party. Nothing. So let's go around the circle. Nan. Nine. Huck. Nat 20. Nice. 10. Nice. Three. Three. Eight. Nat one. Oh, Nat one. Yeah, which also cancels out the Nat twenty. Unfortunately, you need a new so again, I think what's gonna happen is you're looking around, but then like Farouk, how how does this Nat one hinder the Nat twenty of of Huck here? Because there's a nat 20 on one side looking around and there's a nat 1 and not looking around. Um, (laughs) uh, (laughs) Someone a little distracted? (laughs) Yes. Farouk's just a little distracted. He's 
trying not to he's trying to ignore his hungry stomach and like the fact that he's like maybe falling in love with Huck and then also <sighs> trying to maybe take down he's not really sure I just don't really know what I should be focusing on at the moment I have so many feelings mm-hmm. and there's a moment that you have feelings and you you just notice that Huck has a piece of straw in his hair and you just <laughs> take out the straw and Huck that was like when you were looking around actively and you just see Faru like grab the piece of straw out of your hair and it kind of distracted you for a moment uh, what I just, I, I'm a little hypoglycemic and all I can think about is getting this piece of straw out of your hair. Oh, uh, golly, thanks. <laughs> I know there's, a, there's an awful lot of straw in my hair. It happens when you live on a farm. Red, red again. Red is a tomato once more. Um, as you guys are walking through and looking, you can catch this. Um, so on the far end, on the far back corner, um, there is all of that sort of drink station. Um, somewhere uh, right in the center, actually, seems to be a slightly elevated stage where the DJ is going hard. He's putting the beats down. And he, <laughs> the magic beat. The beats are going. You can also catch that there seems to be a secondary raised level on that platform, probably where they're going to announce... You know, you guys have been here a couple times. The years have gone by with the match ball. Everyone's invited in the school, even though, again, the seniors tend to be the the, the keepers of this area. Um, you know that that's probably where they're going to be announcing uh, match ball king and queen. Uh, people are eating, moseying about. You can catch just from pure vision. Um, there's quite a few of those uh, spawn that you all had uh, seen and had known to be created uh, against their will or for their will. It's kind of hard to glean. You just know and you can catch the way that some of these kids look. Uh, beautiful features, cold skin uh, that they had formerly or are currently in the process of becoming something much more darker. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also tell that the headmaster's nowhere to be seen. People say that the headmaster, generally speaking, doesn't really want to be at these events, or if he has to make a, a quick appearance, it'll be very, very quick, and he'll say thank you for coming, keep raising money for the school, then essentially leave. Um, and you catch that special is not too far away, talking with all of her friends. Okay, I have an idea. Mm-hmm. So I still, and he puts his hand in his pocket, I still have that potion of sunlight. If you guys can grapple Cobalt and force him to sit still, I can make him drink it. Mm-hmm. Where is he? Oh, we I... could spack the punch with it. Spike <gasps> <gasps> the punch. Because I've always the... heard cunning. There are so many here. It's gonna kill forty kids. But aren't they all bad? But they're yeah. vampires. They, well, it but only you were work... too, and we didn't kill you. That's we... a lot of people to kill. Yeah, we try. We put a, a dagger in there. No. We put a stake in her, and that's the one that oh, yeah, brought we her soul back. It's a magic stake. We steak. didn't know that that would not kill her. Wait, Maybe so this just exercises demons? As well? No, huh? because it is sunlight, and sunlight so will it burn it. it. Yeah, it, it will Radiant. kill vampires. Sunlight Light. will kill vampires. Yeah. This is, it's a you, potion you guys were told essentially this could destroy something, a creature of that sort of darkness, if it drank it. You guys don't know if you dilute it, if it will have yeah, the same Yeah, that's effect. a problem mm. that I thought All of. All right. Well, maybe we can convince someone to give Kovalt a drink. Special is laughing right there, very loudly, throwing her head back in the corner with all of her friends. I'm gonna sneak a cup from the punch table. Okay, doesn't take too hard. Bunch of kids walking up, you're able to just grab some punch, fill it up, like say hi, and everyone's kind of saying like, oh, you guys look really cute together. Oh, I love your outfits. Gems, nice. And you just see people whispering around as <laughs> I'm the gonna, music's going. I'm gonna go over to Fruit and say, can you hide me in your wings? 
it would be my honor. <laughs> Your wings kind of curl around Huck for a moment. As you guys are, you all like kind of shimmying together as a group towards. <laughs> I can. Here's the thing. I can hide behind people because I'm. I am naturally stealthy. I can okay. also so make I can you just, invisible. Well, I don't need to be invisible. And just so if you want to, hidden offering in. Thank you. <laughs> hidden in for its wings, he pulls out his potion of sunlight and pours it into the cup, and then. It is okay. bright and it is glowing. Remember how bright that is? So it's like too bright. Like it, 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 it's not hurting your eyes to look at it, but you have a moment. You, you realize like you're, you're gonna have to figure out some way to hide the light coming from this, this potion and this energy. Guys, there's no way we can make him drink this. Yeah, you guys are like standing around. He's gonna know. I mean, look at it. It's pretty obvious. Does anyone have like a flask? I could open my bag. I'm gonna stones. I'm gonna start to like very carefully pour it back into the bottle so okay. we don't yeah. waste it. Don't waste any of it. Let okay, me... fine. And Starla's gonna hike up her skirt, pull out a flask from <laughs> oh her, <my> head, <laughs> dump out whatever was in it, Where'd take a little shot. That? I'm old enough now. I mean, now you're God. I have my ways. Yeah. I need you to roll a slate of handshake. There are chaperones everywhere. Watching like a hawk. Uh, it's probably four, 14. 14? Uh, all right. They're mm. looking. They're looking. Mm. Oh my gosh. Okay. So what happens is this. Oh there is a there is a chaperone who like grabs your hand as they see you pull something out of your skirt. And like like your hand's like shaking and it has a flask in it. And they grab the little flask and they put it in front of your face and they go, what is this we have here, Missy? I'm 26. And they snatch <laughs> it out of their hands. <laughs> it's a dry prom. Well, it's empty now. Hand it to me. I've Wait, is it? Hand. Is it empty? Really yeah, strong look. sleight of hand. They turn it around. There's nothing in it. I wanted to save some punch for later. Rude. <laughs> you can snatch it back. As a chaperone really doesn't know how to react to a 26-year-old talking to them. I mean, these people are probably 22, 23, and they're feeling, like, odd from the seniority status. I'm your superior officer. <laughs> um, so Get away from me, child. <laughs> <laughs> they take a moment. They don't know how to act. They walk over to some other chaperones and, like, point in your direction, like, Well, I I, I know I know that I'm the youngest, but if you give it to me, I have a lot of slight fans. Well, I'm the like one with a the yeah. Okay, if you want to do it. I have plus again? nine, but mm-hmm. go ahead. I mean, fine, sure, you no, do no, it. I was... Can't wait, but if can't, but we can hide in fruit's wings again. Yeah. You are hiding in fruit's wings, but the problem is that the potion is very bright and very, very, very bold. So trying to hide the potion's light source, it hurt your eyes when you looked at it back in the day. If you remember, mm-hmm. uh, you could barely even stare at it. It's it's really something. It's like it's like a disco ball. I can go blind. I don't care. <laughs> So, I mean, if we make it invisible and then but, but, while we put it in the flask and then the flask mm-hmm. will conceal it. Sounds right. Can we make a potion invisible? Anything I touch, I believe. I like that idea. Anything someone's carrying is also invisible as long as the person is off. Mm-hmm. All right, you make this invisible and you pour it in the flask. And I take it and I do it. Yes. In invisibility, you have to be holding it in order for it to retain its invisibility. So I have to be invisible as well. You have to be invisible as well. So you take a moment Mm -hmm. and you hold on to the potion Mm -hmm. and you hold on to the flask, you Mm -hmm. grab both of them, and you cast invisibility and it all goes invisible. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, now some of your eyes can lessen up. Those with dark vision don't have to be uh, quite so blinded. This was really letting off a bright light. But with invisibility, not a problem. Kind of pour it into the flask. You could even pour it into a cup. 
right now you're invisible with this potion that is very, very strong. Um, you can overhear nearby, you guys were trying to figure out exactly how to handle this and spike a drink in order for Cobalt to potentially drink it. You can hear special talking. Um, gosh, it's just so exciting, this palm. I've, we've been looking forward to it so long and honestly, I know I'm gonna win. So Koval and I are talking about engagement. <laughs> you know, like all that really fun stuff that has to do with being an adult, cause now I'm an adult, now that I'm graduating and everybody else will be this year. So um, minions, if you don't mind, um, secondary, third, um, if you guys don't mind, uh, like just like, maybe giving me some room to breathe so I can just soak it in myself and not be so close. And like, so all the girls like her like, okay. And they all step away from her, like a solid 10 feet. She's like, good, good, good. I just gotta get a drink for Boo. <laughs> and she like walks on over and she heads towards the punch bowl. Um, and she goes to go pour him a drink. What do you do? Well, question, if I put it in the, um the light will come out. If I put it, slip it in her drink, won't it be bright for her as well? Yeah, it might be. What do you do? It seems to me the best option would be right before he takes a sip to drop it in his cup. All right. So you just follow the cup. You follow her. Keep quiet. The prom's going loud. Brecket's looking around for you. <laughs> he doesn't know where you went. Um, a couple of you guys, I would assume you inform him that that currently uh, there's a stealth operation going on and his date is currently missing. And he's like, okay, mm -hmm. it's in a sweat, I understand. And he like dances by himself in a corner <laughs> and just like pops the By a 14 year old elf. <laughs> yes. Um, so as this is going down, you hear what would sound like um, as the music kind of skirts to a halt. Um, some sort of announcement system. And you can hear, hey everybody, sorry to break up the fun. This is your DJ, DJ Dizzy Z, coming at you live. Wanna let you know, from the mixing booth up here, we're about to announce a Magic Ball Queen and King. As everyone's like, woo! Cheer, 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 cheer. It's crazy, it's wild. Um, as this is going down, you can hear him say, all right, we're tallying up the numbers now. Is everyone excited? Is everyone ready? If you don't mind circling around, getting ready right around me. And everyone starts to like gather in a circle as the music stops. Do you guys want to do anything as this is happening or you guys just part of the chaos? Uh, I want to get okay. close to the stage. Same. Yeah, we all get yeah. close to the stage. Okay. As you guys are kind of standing around here, I, again, I want a secondary perception check from everybody involved. Hmm. 19. Oh. 18. 17. Nice. Twelve-eight-seventeen-nineteen-seventeen-nineteen-seventeen-nineteen-seventeen-nineteen-seventeen-nineteen-seventeen-nineteen-seventeen-nineteen-seventeen-nineteen-seventeen-nineteen-sevent
Professor Adwald. You have a feeling, knowing and betting, having been informed that there are four other winged creatures that had been at the behest of this whole endeavor are kind of dropping back and watching from a distance as everyone's circling in the center. Letty, you also look below. And that stage is a pretty big stage. It's a nice stage. It's a solid looking stage, but there's a rim around it. It's kind of like a draped curtain. Take a moment, invisible, and you peek underneath. There is a huge summoning circle underneath the center of this room. It is igniting and it's full of energy. And you take a moment and you realize this is all part of a much greater endeavor oh if it doesn't gosh. stop now. So what do you do? Where's that cup? <laughs> okay. So it's like the music screeched to what hall and everyone's standing around and these four winged creatures on the edge are just hanging around. Sorry about the feedback, everybody. We're back. DJ Dizzy D, here to announce prom king and queen. Can we get a woo what? Woo what? <laughs> oh, you kids. You really need alcohol. Oh, sorry. Um, so <laughs> you see like the chaperone's like, no, 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 no. Starla just yells, they took Matt away. <laughs> um, we're gonna be making announcements now. Okay, everybody. Drum roll. It's a real close call this year, everybody. For prom queen. <laughs> she smiles maniacally and She's rolls rolling the dice. dice. Okay. We have a a tie. Uh, special and Drusilda Slenderton. And everyone's like, what? <laughs> and like, they don't know what to do. A special, <laughs> just like her mouth like drops open as she stares at you and is like, um, this has never happened before. Um, hold on. You can overhear it in the voice. And Special's like, I am not about to share my crown with this girl. I would demand a recount. And she's like shouting and screaming in the distance. I think we should award the one with more grace. Oh, wait, hold up. We have Still one more vote coming in. Oh, I guess there's a student here who hadn't submitted last minute. I... Hold on. <laughs> and Drew Zeal's a Slutterton! He's wrong, Wait, ah! yeah. I mean, yeah, but do we want her up on that stage? I don't and they're all like, I don't know. It's true, Zelda. You get like brought up in this beautiful dress. Your hair perfectly coiffed. You get brought up. You get this gorgeous crown placed on your head that like ignites with this gorgeous like dancing energy that fits your ruby dress. It's beautiful. Um, I I want to kind of follow her up okay. with uh, Starla so mm -hmm. we aren't far from her. Yeah, you guys take a moment. You all stand up there. You all see all these kids. There's probably about 200 of them, like and 250 of them all around you guys, like clapping and cheering and shouting and hooting and hollering, but Prong King's about to be announced now. Mm, so can I make a motion to wherever Letty is? Can I sign Letty? Or <laughs> I was thinking, oh God, I wish I could tell her to, to grab, I wish does. I could tell her I to know. grab that cup from special and be like, I'll give it to him, but I can't. Cause well, I'm you're invisible. You can go and so whisper into your friend's ears yeah. if you I wish. I go and what whisper into your ear and I go, grab the cup. Okay, so you go up to special and you're like, you grab the cup from her hand and she's like crying and she's like, this is a fair, I don't know, this is never Darling, I didn't want you to spill this all over your lovely gown. Truly, it's an honor to 
have such a close run. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> special. Special. Thank you. You're like, okay. And I'm like, hold it. Oh yeah, but you can't let it go yet. Not yet. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'll say with that, I won't even make a check. You're, you delicately take the cup away from her. She's just trying to recover with this idea that she hadn't won. Um, she's really struggling here. Um, as you kind of walk up to the stage as everyone's going crazy. Letty, from just a DM's point of view and from yeah. a quick moment, because you're invisible, you're able to go around and tell all your friends what you have seen. Mm. With all the cheering and hoot and hollering, it's now prom king time. As you see the DJ hit this and go, and for prom king, it's obviously with a natural twenty. Cobalt! Yeah! And like literally vaulting out of like like some ridiculous stance, doing an acrobatics check, flopping around, and his beautiful knight on his steed, he kind of runs forward, hops off the stage, and lands. Um, there's a glint and a glean in his eye, like a smile, as he looks to all of you, and then he grabs the mic, which is kind of just like a thaumaturgy mic from the DJ, as he takes a moment and quiets down the crowd. And he goes, hey everybody, I hope you got your glasses with you because I'm about to cheers to something that's gonna make this the best night of your life. I've been waiting for this moment a long time. Some of you guys didn't know me and you forgot who I was, but once I fell into who I was, gosh, the world was unstoppable, wasn't it? And right now I'm gonna make sure this is a night you'll always remember. So with that, raise your glass. And so he takes a moment and he he has already a glass in his hand. What do you do? So as he as I okay. raise my glass, because I'm assuming if I'm the queen, I'm the next to him. in the glass. Uh, yeah. It's not it's in the glass. Yeah. No, it's not it's in the glass. glass. You're right next to him. As I'm next to him, and as I raise my glass, yeah, yeah, I you... want to knock his glass okay. out. Okay. So then I can then say, <gasps> I'm so sorry in my excitement. I'm so, so sorry. Um, here, you take this one. I'll take this one. Okay. And I want you to roll a quick, ac- like a, an athletics check to see if you're able to deflect it enough in his hand. And then I'm getting ready to go over right before he does and pour okay. the flask. In. 17. Okay. He takes a moment. It spills out. And like you're able to knock it. He holds it in his hand though. He still has his cup. It's still in his hand. What do you do? I'm going to go over and pour it in his cup right before yeah. he puts it in his mouth. Like literally right before he right does before. it. Right before. Okay. There's just a Wait, little bit of a sip gosh, left. Where's fruit? I want to see if fruit can like like pick me up a little I'm bit here. and find me. I mean, I'm not that sure. I'm not that much. No, no, than no, no. Okay, good, okay, good, okay. So there's a moment. He still has a sip left, and he's like, okay. "Freaking hell!" Okay, so I will regret that. Just oh god. And he does like a little wink at Celine, and then he takes a sip. All right, I want you to roll a sleight of hand check. Oh see if you can do this. I, I would have died. 18 plus 9. Oh, wow. What? Yep. Wait, really? Hold yes, on. my side of hand is plus 9. This is passive perception. 17. Okay. <laughs> so. That worked out well. With a 27, 28, there's just enough that you're right as the cup touches his lips, you pour it. And he doesn't have a moment to react as you see the liquid go into his mouth and down his throat. And his eyes widen as he looks to all of you on the stage. Uh, Drusilda, Celine, Starla. He doesn't know what he's doing as he takes a moment and he's trying to hold it in. Like, hold, he can't. It's almost like vomit as it goes down his body. And you see his throat start to ignite and wither away as a burst of sunlight comes straight from his neck. Ew. As it begins to enter his body, his whole body starts to convulse. Kids are starting to scream. They don't know what's happening. A couple of them are applauding like, oh, what a great prom king. Get that crown on his head. Okay, somebody, this is a heck of a show. Um, 
And you just see his whole body ignite. There's four people on the corner right now who you guys know that you had killed. You have an inkling are now disguising themselves as previous creatures. You see the four of them look at each other in panic. Um, something's not going right. Something isn't going the way it is. The vampires around you guys are looking in panic as well. As his body erupts and explodes in the brightest sunlight energy that you can ever see in your life. You have to dip your eyes away. It's so bright for any moment with dark vision, even so. It stings, it hurts. Those who have regular vision, it also burns your eyes for a moment. You just have to close it because it's like looking at the sun. As this is happening, you hear all of those kids around who are vampires scream in pain as well. As a few of them fall to the ground or hide under cover. It's complete chaos and everything, the band, the music, the tables start to get pulled down. Four people in four different corners are screaming as he just explodes and erupts. There's a moment that you can see Koval transform into what appears to be the headmaster. There's a couple gasps for nearby teachers. As you see this long formed body, these two long teeth, these red eyes and this long hair look at you and scream in horror. As this is happening, you see wisps of energy disperse from the sunlight blast and it's just complete quiet. He's disappeared and dissipated into just complete ash. As a moment occurs, there's like three or four kids who are like, this is a night I'll never forget. That was a hell of a performance. Good job, Cobalt. Um, and the people are cheering. The four people on the corner quickly dive into the nearby corners and start to run. What do you guys do? Then let's Because you had them. your eyes on them. Yeah. Okay, so as quickly as possible, you guys follow them. Follow them into the back corner, into that hidden room, into that hidden door. If you guys remember where Celine was once turned, you guys know exactly where you're going. You're following as quickly as you possibly can to the resting location of where that, that creature had just disappeared from. You can hear them screaming and running and talking. You say, get out, get out, it didn't work. We failed the plan, they ruined it, they ruined it. Um, and you can just hear them screaming and they're running and they're running. You guys chase them as you guys walk into the lair, into that dark sort of fog location. You all stop for a moment in the banquet hall. As you guys can see, everyone kind of running and panicking around here. There's four of those winged creatures right now, kind of looking around, they're fully out of form and they're, and they're turning around. They all look at the four of you and they take a moment and they, and they glean what's happening. What do you guys want to do right now? They are not fighting you. Go back to where you came from. You just ruined something that, and this is one of the, one of the men who has similar risk, that we have been planning for for years. We were summoned, we were brought here for a reason. <sighs> Let's get out. And the four of them like start to bat their wings and go, and they say, burn it. And you can see them light one of the velvet, uh, the nearby velvet uh, drapes on fire. And the whole room had been, there's a scent, very faintly, of oil. As you guys can see that the room around you start to get ignited. What do you guys want to do? You have a moment. I am, um... I fly up to the middle. Is there a hole in the ceiling? There's four holes. holes. There's four, oh, okay. each one of them kind of like, are they're, they're, re, they're, they're leaving. There's still kids they're, here, students here, right? Nope, it's oh. just you guys and these four winged creatures who ran. We're in that fancy banquet hall. That fancy banquet hall that you guys found. How many people can you carry for it? How many can you carry? Two. Two. Take, you take the two of them. I'm going to Misty Step using my um, twin spell. Okay. I'll Misty Step as well. I, I, yeah, the, so the three, I'll oh, Misty Step my three. sister. Because oh, okay. Farouk can carry both Starla and... Letty? Uh, no, and Huck. Okay. Because they're small. Mm -hmm. So I'll Misty Step twin with my sister and... And me, you can do me or you know, do you'll, myself. You'll, you'll Misty Step yeah. yourself. Okay, so you guys begin to misty step. Where are you guys going exactly? Into uh, the corners up there? 
out. Well, out. Out. You're going can. out. As you guys are leaving, you have a round. You have a round or two before the full room ignites. You catch two things. Most distinctly, something appears in that coffin. There's the body of the headmaster there, but the fire around is burning and cindering and licking the coffin in a way where they had just killed perhaps the thing that had summoned them. You can tell that this thing can reappear, can come back, but right now this room is eating itself away. So thankfully, whatever sort of event had just occurred, even with the blast of sunlight, there was still a chance this thing would, come, would return, but the whole deal seemed to have been compromised. Right now they're, they're covering their tracks. These creatures are running out, they're afraid. The second thing is this, there's still that chest in the center of the room that has yet to be touched. I'm gonna start shooting it with my arrows as we're taken away. Okay, so you're mm -hmm. starting to leave? You shoot at the arrows? Yeah. All right, I want you to roll a, uh, just roll uh, to hit, please. Okay, that's fine. Um, 18. Okay, I'm gonna say you use a couple. Yeah. With an 18, you shoot, you shoot, you shoot as you're getting lifted away. What you catch is this, the latch, perfectly hit, <laughs> flings open, and there's some sort of eruption, some sort of ward from nearby, but thankfully you guys are getting all lifted up and away. You're twin spelling out. You're going into pockets and corners. You're trying to get out of this room as quickly as possible from this whole scenario that seems to be compromised, but also benefit the three of you. Celine, Drusilda, and Starla. Mm -hmm. The three of you guys catch something as Huck is hitting this. That latch flaps open and inside, <sighs> Is cobalt <laughs> inside that chest? Oh jeez! Oh gosh, um, you both can pop your wings, right? We can. We can. So I'm yeah, I guess if this is before nice. we must step away. Yeah. All yeah, right. There's beat. I'm going to um, do my radiant yeah. soul and sprout my wings and go grab him. Nice. Someone grab me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, your wings are are netting out. Um, you take a moment. You're trying to like somebody grab me. Somebody grab me. Starla, there's a moment that you don't know what's happening, but your body is like kind of shaking and from the stress of it all, and from behind your back sprouts Radiant Soul as well. You have Whoa! the wings. This is weirdly familiar. Okay. <laughs> all right. Party trick. Fruit, Cobalt's down there. We oh. gotta get him out. Okay. I grabbed him. You grabbed him. Okay. Someone goes forward. I looks on and grab Luddy. He you. looks on death's door. He actually okay. looks moments from being turned into something as well. So he's looking like he is a step away from becoming as powerful, or if not more powerful, than the headmaster. Can I? I reach for. Oh, so we s s swoop down. Yep. You guys are. You guys are now in full flying motion. I mean, Quidditch style. You guys have grabbed everybody you possibly can. Um, you're beginning. To, you're, you're beginning to fly you through have different him? corners and pockets. Okay. Okay. Hold him down, steady. I'm going to bring out the golden soul s survival. The stake. The soul the stake. Golden soul stake. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the golden st soul stake. And is uh -huh. it recharged? It seems like it might be. Mm hmm. And so, may I? Yes, please. All right, well, so constitution's aiming throw. Oh my god. I'm going she to guide her. Save. Okay, you guys got in. While this is happening, can I stake the headmaster? Or is it totally in um, He's fire. totally in flames. Okay. Does that mean fire. I get another one? It doesn't matter. No, no I got that's it. One. No. <gasps> what happens is this. You guys oh are flying god. off into the sky. It's a beautiful night. One of the few clear nights, a few nights past the full moon. The party is going and pumping. You hear the music in the distance. You see the stars in the sky. You hear the waves crashing against the cliffside of Candlekeep. And as you take a moment, you take this 
and you go down, and Kovalt's on death's door. He is just moments away. As you go down and you stab him with the stake, successfully hoping that you can restore him. As the stake disintegrates into ash, you see energy eating away at it, reversing everything possible with his soul. You see a fight. There's a dance here. I'm going to put all of my good berries in his mouth. Doesn't make a difference here. Okay. Not with the net one and with the soul stick, unfortunately. But you try. You try, Huck. You're flying, and you're trying your best. You're beneath You're beneath uh, Farut, who had grabbed you, I'm, f- I'm, I'm fairly certain. And you're yeah, flying. So you're trying. But it doesn't make a difference. You shove it in his mouth. He's, he's beyond restoring health. He was a day away from becoming a vamp, a full vamp. And you hear this, Celine, in a distance. You said, I am so sorry. And he turns into ash as oh. you feel just wisp of, of what was once cobalt dissipate in the beautiful air kind of looking like stardust looking like litter against the sky as the clouds took over the moon that night the faint sort of wind that crept through the hair of our heroines and heroes was a solemn air but one of resolve and power knowing that they have achieved things that no one else had there were several meetings gatherings of people throughout the town including Miriam underground creating monolithic books telling the story of those who had vanquished the evil headmaster's ways Those compromised, including many students, were given a fair burial, acknowledgement, but also a warning to those of what could creep within the walls of Candle Keep. As the days pressed on, and the balls continued, and the classes were passed or failed, there was an acknowledgement that though this chapter might have ended and this year might have just begun, the story was far from over. Hey, I'm Kimberly Daugherty, and I play Celine Tassar. Hi, I'm Kellen Coleman, and I play Letty Marie Ricecroft. Hello, I'm Ali Gonino, and I play Farut Ajalik. Hi, my name is Alice Gretchen, and I play Drizilda Slendron. Hi, I'm Erica Fermina, and I am playing Starla Hahill. Hi, my name's Rachel Seeley, and I am playing Huck Lokley. And I'm Kelly Lynn D'Angelo, your dungeon master and woman of many faces, creatures, and things unknown. I'm Richard Quiner, and I produce this podcast in partnership with Wizards of the Coast.